only good thing the bathroom floor is well good for is like when you're feeling sick. Yeah, you like oh yeah, like when you're hungover as fuck. Yeah, like I've my, never experienced that. I mean, like when my IBS is really bad. I I'm believe like, you. <laughs> I gotta poop so bad. And I'm like hot and sweaty, and I feel like I'm gonna barf at the same time. Just gotta lay on the floor and wait for it to come out. Well, like I get back up and sit on the toilet when it comes out. I don't like yeah. poop on the floor. <laughs> when, yeah, when you get knocked down, you get up. You get back up again on the toilet. On yeah. the toilet. On the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna keep me down. Nope. Yeah. I be IBS. Yeah, being hungover and just sleeping on like linoleum tile. The so one nice. Time I've ever I'm been glad you specified over. linoleum tile. <laughs> I've only been hungover once, and I literally just could not get out of bed, so I just kept laying down until I did not feel like I was gonna die. That was a horrible time. <laughs> Day. That it was whole like the day. worst day. Well, ever. no, no. It was our anniversary too. We went to the Mothman no, Museum. No, it was the, the day next before. day. Like it was okay. Technically, everything bad that happened happened after midnight, so it was the day after. That's true. <laughs> it well, was the day look after. at it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Because that's when I was so sick. That's when your mom had a stroke, and that's when I was barfing everywhere. And then you had to go to the hospital for like an entire day, and I was just in bed dying alone. It was great. As you can tell, it was a fantastic time. Was, but the day Sounds before, like the day before that was lit. Man, maybe it's the True. curse of Mothman. Could, <laughs> maybe, maybe. You know what else is lit and also a fantastic time? TFR News. Welcome everybody. This is nice the segue. This reaches. Know. Thank you very much. Very I appreciate. Natural. it. As soon as it happened, I was like, oh, oh, "Can't wait." And I didn't. Now, I now did it's it. not then natural because now we're interrupting it. What? Yeah, Fucking we're talking about it. Anyway, in on a segue like Paul Blart. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. I am Matthew Plunkett, and sitting across from me, like always, is Joshua Burton, uh, who's I, excited to be here, as you can tell. And to my right, Cassandra Plunkett. Hello. Hello. I'm in danger. Wow, you guys share the same last name. That's so cute. Isn't that weird? Maybe we're related. <laughs> oh. Maybe. What? Oh my wow. I want to look into that. Maybe. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's been so long now. It's like the damage is done. Let's just move on. We don't want children, so it's fine. Well, okay, hold on a bleed. second there. You can't just be like, ah, damage is done. Let's just keep on doing it. No. The, we're not if breathing. I kill somebody, the damage is done. I just I don't know if I should just keep on killing. I mean, you're a white dude. You can get away with it. Mm. <laughs> What's it matter? <laughs> That's true. Now I'll talk to my not-so-immediate family in Kentucky and see what they got to say. There you go. There you go. I really do have family in Kentucky, so it's kind of scary. It so is. do I. And the one time we went down there together, everyone kept asking if we were related. I'm like, we're really? fucking married. Well, everyone that we walk, like, walked into, like, we would go into a store. That sentence would have worked both ways. Either you said we're fucking married or we're fucking. Either way, okay. that would have worked. <laughs> but every like time we would go into a gas station or stop for food or anything, they're like, are y'all related? Y'all could be brother and sister. Oh, you're right. I know. I forgot about and that. Every time we're like, what the fuck? I mean, granted, down there, it doesn't matter. You know, when that guy when that guy took my package of Twizzlers or whatever the hell it was, and he was like, "You guys all related? You look pretty similar. We should have just fired fucking making out." I'm like, "Love you, sis." Yeah, I mean, it's all for the fun, right? Look, Josh is like, <laughs> he's fucking had it, and it's only been like two, three minutes into this. <laughs> so, Matthew, Josh, Cassandra, you know your dream team for the weird and strange and paranormal. Uh, TFR Pod official on Twitter. The Farthest Reaches on Instagram and Facebook. There's a Facebook group if you want to get into that and see what everyone else has that's weird and spooky and shitty and whatever else. Uh, the Farthest Reaches podcast at gmail.com. There's a TikTok that Josh mans, The Farthest Reaches, where you can see all sorts of like paranormal like ghost stories in your state and whatever else you're doing on there. I'm not entirely sure. Even though I am part of this and I should know, but I suck. So, yeah, there's all that. You know, hit up whatever you want. You got your own personal story to tell. Please tell us. You know, we did and back in uh, October 
for our year anniversary, we did like a listener tales type of deal where people just, you know, emailed us. Oh yeah, we did that, didn't we? We did do that. And <laughs> you it was did do that. it was hella fun. It was. And I wanna do it again. Why the fuck are you laughing? <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> hella fun. Hella fun. I love that game. Hella <laughs> fun? That's a game? Yeah. yeah. The one where it's a little el- the little elephant and he has a little trunk and he blows up the butterflies and you catch him with the Oh that's ele- that's called elephant? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know the name of it. Right? I know what it is though. Yeah, I don't know. It's still fun. Yeah, I love that. Is game. it fun? Yeah, did you sells, guys play it? He sells Sounds toys like he at did. A store, so. Yeah, my daycare always had it. Oh well. Okay. That's cool. Hey, look. Elephant. Oh my god, it is elephant. Did you think I'm lying? <laughs> it's so fun. It is so elephant. God damn it. All right. I say we get into this. Or, did everyone say, else agree? Elephant. And stop whatever that is. Yeah, you find some good shit this week. I found some Mediocre shit. Mediocre shit, I would say. And then I found some really interesting stuff, which it's really interesting. It's not like too new. Like, it's UFOs. I'll get into obviously near the end of this, but no, it's not going to be like some grand event that happened that just defied all other UFO encounters. I don't care. It's just something else. It's just like, huh, it makes you scratch your head. Oh, like um, any UFO event? (laughs) Kind of. But some things I want to bring attention to you guys uh, and get your thoughts is Yuri Geller. You remember, you know who Yuri Geller is? Nope. You don't know who Yuri Geller is? The the spoon-bending psychic? The most famous spoon-bending psychic there is out there? No, because they're all fake. How dare you? I'm sorry. How dare you? Because <laughs> either, I don't remember if it's Abra, Kadabra, or Alakazam. One of those Pokemon, I think, is based off of Yuri Geller. And he's he's so shitty. Doesn't yeah, Kadabra and Alakazam, because one has one spoon and one has two spoons, right? Ye- You're the one with the fucking Pokemon sleeve. Do you see them three anywhere on here? No. No. They should be. You just, you should. No. No, but Yuri like got his panties in a bunch and like told Nintendo or Game Freak or whoever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To, uh, uh, no, you can't base that Pokemon off me. And for a long time, I want to say it was Kadabra. For a long, long time, Kadabra was never printed on Pokemon cards at all because of Yuri Geller. Wow. Thanks for bringing up that repressed memory. Now I'm just. Mm. I don't even want to tell this this story. It's not even really a story, but I just want to say that he believes his mind power, along with his believers in him, they they believe that they helped free the uh, Suez Canal ship that was blocking oh, it. Jesus the Evergreen. fucking Christ! Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Some people say it was that that Pharaoh curse because they made that new yeah, Egyptian yeah, yeah. museum and they brought the pharaohs over and the pharaohs were mad at that ship and were like, yeah, block it. I mean, they have you been opening up. That's not what happened. They have been opening up a lot of shit. They have. I mean, it was weird. I mean, the ship did lose power, and they have backup power. And for some reason, they all quit. So, I mean, that could be some fucking the, the, curse. The pharaohs cursed at it, and then Yuri and his posse were just like... That's the truth I choose to believe. That's my Yuri and his posse? No, the pharaoh curse. The pharaoh curse? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Maybe we should get Yugi Moto from Yu-Gi-Oh! on that and see what you can do about it. You know what? Fuck it. If we're just throwing out random bullshit theories, it was Magneto. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I can I can get down with that one. Uh, you think Yuri Geller's just out of the picture? You don't think? He, but he helped save it. Apparently, he he had nothing to he, do with it. How dare you say that? <laughs> how dare you say that? You don't even know who the fuck he is. I will malign his name all I want. It says. <laughs> I don't really want to get into this story too much. 
Honestly, you I just brought it I up. just find it I find it fucking ridiculous and it needs to be talked about. <laughs> this is comes from okay. This comes from Jewish News. <laughs> what dot, that? What the, <laughs> <laughs> that's me huffing and a puffing and getting mad. Jewish news He's a huffing dot, and a puffing and a coming down low. <laughs> Times of Israel.com. Israeli spoon bender Yuri Geller has claimed mine power helped to move the ship, which was blocking the Suez Canal. Salvage teams succeeded on Monday at moving the massive container ship, uh, the Ever Given or Ever Green. It's called the Ever Given, but for yeah, some reason it it's says Ever Green on the side. I don't understand it, but you know, yeah. I don't. Which had blocked the crucial trade route for the past week. So I just want to say, okay, it says here Israeli spoon bender Yuri Geller has claimed mine power helped move the ship. In the very next paragraph, that is no more than two sentences away, it says salvage teams, salvage teams succeeded on Monday at moving the massive container ship. Also, uh, <laughs> Yuri, hey, buddy, it took you a week. You should probably uh, get get good. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should work on those powers, bro. Like, wh- he was, wh- where are you? He at? was using Zoom. The connection was kind of. <laughs> the connection it was, was spotty. It was iffy, okay? He uh, if, o- if only he had sci fi and not Wi Fi, oh you know? Geller, who found fame by claiming to have the power to bend spoons, told his fans on social media that they had managed to move the ship with their minds. <laughs> Josh is get on Amazon to, like, I don't know, order a hatchet and kill himself with it. He just can't <laughs> stand this. He had appealed for people all over the world to use their collective brain power to visualize the Ever Given moving at 11.11. 11.11 a.m. on Saturday in an effort to dislodge the 220,000-ton container ship. This was a mammoth task, but with your mind power and self-belief, we all together freed the ship, he claimed, as news of the ship being dislodged broke. Your sheer positive energy also helped the ground crew efforts well done to them, too. I had to so, look up a picture of him. He so looks he, like I imagined. So <laughs> he, yeah, he believes also helped moved helped the ground crew efforts. This sounds like you know I I, I don't I don't want to really make people mad, but I'm they want to do it anyway. When a fucking surgeon, you know, does surgery, all right, and saves somebody's life. Say it's a triple triple bypass, and they're like, oh, thank thank God, thank God, thank thank God, God for you know, doing that. Like that mm, doctor didn't go to school for twelve fucking years and is like five hundred yeah, thousand yeah, dollars yeah. medical yeah. debt. Suck on for that, nothing. big man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the ship was freed after around 30,000 cubic meters of sand was dredged and a team of tugboats were enlisted to force the ship to move. I guess that was probably Yuri too. He was just earth bending. <laughs> spoon bending. Yeah, I wonder if he had Is the ship That would be like earth bending then. Maybe the ship's way. just one right. giant well, spoon true. to him. I mean, Toph does yeah, bend metal uh, in the show. Yeah, he, I don't know, he looks like he's some... You want to know... Sure. Another person who got famous on TV for preaching lies, Joel Joel Osteen. Osteen. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. This this episode, this is going to get heated, (laughs) man. Joel, what a character. God. Uh, Much worse than Yuri here, I would say. Uh, but yeah, Yuri looks like he should be like the the head of like an organized crime like syndicate or something. I don't know, man. He's just bad. You bad. You bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so to break it to you, Yuri, because I know you're really a big fan of this podcast, you did not do shit, all right? I'm just going to say that now. I really do not believe you or your fans, the collective that you have, really helped move that shit. You know shit. what? If you really do have the powers, bend my spoons right now. No, don't bend my spoons. You're in my house. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit. Don't bend my spoons. What do you mean spoon? the spoons all the way? Your house. No, here. No. <laughs> oh my god okay, hey I got them from Target you'll just have to go get me a new set with your desk that's fine okay? Thank if you. Yuri can do it 
I will happily buy you new spoons. Thank you. They're kind of expensive. They are pretty. That means don't go running upstairs and just thinning them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, don't tempt me. Yeah. All right. Now, this comes from the Daily Star, which I have a couple other articles that come later about from the Daily Star. Uh, Another weird, weird thing. Pensioner impregnated by aliens during abduction and left to raise E.T. baby. The fuck's a pensioner? Uh, I don't know. Abducted pensioner. Jane Buckle, 68, has told the Daily Star how a night of mystery has left her with an alien baby which she will devote her life to bringing up. Now, I see, obviously, it's like she's been impregnated. I'm assuming the alien is obviously inside her. But here she is, happy as a pig in shit with this alien baby, <laughs> which I wonder if really that looks is. like you got it at Build-A-Bear. The, <laughs> yeah, build an E.T. <laughs> I don't know if that's really the alien or oh, not. Oh, honey, look it, at her makeup. She's 68. I mean, you, you what do, do you expect? you, boo, but no. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she, I mean, like, she's happy. I mean. Unless she, she went there and that's like how they're all doing their makeup. And so she's like way ahead of our time and I don't even know. It, she it looks be. like the like older version of Mimi from fucking yes, the Drew Carey yes, show. The blue. Oh my that God, you're right. Killed me. <laughs> the, you know what she looks like also? The one, which might be based off of Mimi for now that I'm thinking about it. Um, The one. Character in Squidbillies, the old girl, the old lady with the blonde curly hair, (laughs) the blue lipstick. I think blue lipstick, maybe blue like eye eyeshadow or something like that. I don't, I don't don't know. know. Uh, Yeah, she looks like she's a member of Squidbillies. Yeah, it says a pensioner claims to have given birth. Okay, so she has given birth to an alien after being abducted as she watched TV. But is she saying that is what, like, what she's holding? That's what she gave birth to? Because that is obviously so fucking inanimate. Oh, I don't know. That is so fake, obviously. How do you know? You never touched it. Look what? at it. Why are you a hater? Why you got to hate? I'm Meanie. not hating. I'm just pointing out that that's fake. I know. I was just hating on Yuri, but like, stop. No, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm hating on the baby that she's holding. Wow. Fuck kids. This whole, this, whole, <laughs> this whole time, have you been shopping on Target? And Home Depot. And Amazon. <laughs> I mean, she told, <laughs> I she told, she told you, you I was going to be shopping. I thought it was a joke. I'm still listening and participating. What's the matter? <laughs> oh, here we go. I can multitask. I am a, I'm a woman. I can shop okay. and talk. Okay, hold on. Everyone be quiet because this is probably the greatest <laughs> sentence okay, okay. In, in the history of mankind. Jane Buckle says she gave birth to the E.T., which she's named Target Elvis after being abducted on March 1st while watching Vikings. <laughs> Did she purposely give it the initials T.E.? Whoa! Oh, T-E, wait. The E-T. Hold on. Is that what she did? Is that what Smart. that bitch did? I Smart. like it. It literally is like Target it. Elvis. Like Target the store and then Elvis the musician. Target Elvis. Wait, I'm so confused. She likes Vikings though, right? Apparently she likes, yeah, she likes watching Vikings. I'll give, give her that, that. I would like to give that show this, a try. This sounds like some eh. fucking weekly world news shit. Exactly. Like fucking next like, year. Like I'm going to be shopping at Walmart and I look at the little over and it's like the cute well, see, little that, yeah. magazines you know who, they used to sell. Yeah, you know, I was at the local Kroger and guess who rang me out? Fucking Bat Boy. <laughs> well, see, that sounds like from the very get-go it was fake. This sounds like they're reporting on a real incident, but the real incident seems fake, obviously. Does that make any sense yeah. to you? Yeah. yeah, it's like a real report. A real report, yes. yeah. But it's just, this is a crazy, uh, what do you want to call it? Situation, encounter, whatever. Uh, the 68-year-old claims she was hypnotized or put, quote-unquote, under some sedation <laughs> via alien hand vibrations. Oh. Oh, oh is oh is right. Wow. Sit on One it? finger, two wow. finger, three no, finger, I'm saying, four. I'm thinking she's just sitting on it like it's a washing machine. 
or a causing, drive. <laughs> causing her to forget the apparent event. Despite not remembering anything from the so-called abduction last month, Jane sensationally claims to have been pregnant for 20 days and is now devoting her life to raising a baby alien. She told the Daily Star, which is where this comes from, so I don't think I mentioned that, I was abducted. I was watching Vikings on the telly, and all of a sudden I lost track of time. Can't really remember where, but when I came back, I was pregnant. Here's okay, a that sounds kind of relatable. Here's a great shot. Look at it in this little hoodie. <laughs> look, oh my build, a, build a bear hoodie. All they hoodie. have to do is check back with her in five years and see if it's grown, and then, then you'll know if it's real or not. I want to know where she gave birth to this. <laughs> I mean, hey, it could Have you seen South Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you whoa, seen how whoa. they pow, pow, pow at the wall? That thing, that's what happened. That thing could age like Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda His fucking... His name's Grogu? Yeah, but the motherfucker's right. 50 years old, and he's still on a goddamn that's true. crib. Yeah, that's, that's true, that's true. true. Jane believes extraterrestrials chose her to bring their offspring into the world because they recognize that she could give it a good life on Earth. I mean, any baby that starts out watching Vikings is probably a good baby. Okay. All right. Okay. Since welcoming baby Target into the world. <laughs> gonna, if, so if wait, its last name is Elvis. If we decide to reproduce, I'm naming my kid Target. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Josh, you're the godfather. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to name mine Johnny's Toys. Dope, you... I love that store. That's the middle name. That's the middle name? Target, yeah. Johnny, Toys, Lowe's? Yes! Cool. <laughs> well, can you put Bath and Body Works in there, too? I love sure. that store. Oh, Jesus. I sure. I love that store. Maybe it should be a hyphenated name. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> and Cinnabon. Okay, so what, what what was the second Target, story? Target, Johnny's, Target, Toys, Johnny, Toys, Cinnabon, Lowe's. Bed Bath & Beyond, in and out Burger. That's, we're not in California. Why does that matter? It's only over there, right? We don't have that over here. So? You've never even tried it. So how can you know you like it? I've tried it in my dreams. That's real enough. Just like this woman's <gasps> dream of having a baby. That's a I mean, look, fucking she's alien. She's holding it. In her arms. Yeah. Um, Looks real, I guess. Says Jane has wasted no time in showing off her new pride and joy to neighbors who uh, she says have warmed to him massively. And there he is in a little... Uh, oh, our poor neighbor. Yeah. lost her mind. Look, look at, at that. It. Look at baby Target Elvis. How cute. I never thought about that, though. T-E instead of E-T. T-E for E-T, right? <laughs> T-E the E-T. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, uh, Jane believes Target Elvis has inherited her large, dark eyes, <laughs> which I must yeah, say. Yeah, hers. Well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, well, I, <laughs> no, I kind of get it now. Maybe that's why she's doing her makeup like that, because she wants to look more like the aliens. You know Maybe. what I mean? Maybe the aliens really thought she was one of them. Because it could be just intentional and not just like a bad job. Or so I respect that. Or if you say she's fucking or, crazy, I'm going to veto that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you have the the power to veto? Look at me. Fuck of course no, he doesn't. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, I'm majority holder in this company of TFR. Uh, sure, I do. Y'all making money? Yeah, really, motherfucker. I am. No one else's. Oh. What the hell? Tricks. Psst, tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Imagination. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we got Yuri Geller that helped, you know, the, the most, what, prominent trade route basically in the world happen. You know, he took care of that ship. Everything's back normal, I guess. We got this girl who's now making alien hybrids. The world's in a good place, I would mm -hmm. say. Okay. Now, I'm going to get to the first real piece of news that I find interesting and I guess Sort of not so interesting, but take it as you will. This comes from the Daily Star again. And Bigfoot Hunter finds fossilized thumb bone of a creature twice the size of a human's. Give me a penis. Hmm. 
I mean, giant humanoids have been discovered all around the world, so. Very, very, very true. Gigantopithecus. Maybe it's King Kong. All right. Who's to say it wouldn't? King Dong. King Dong. I'd like to see I'd like to see Godzilla wrestle that, that's for sure. <laughs> so a paranormal author claims to have found fossilized remains of the legendary creature Bigfoot in a creek in Florida. Now, already by this article, I'm put off. Because the person that happened to find it mm-hmm. is a paranormal author. And I think mm. kind of like a researcher. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm, yeah, okay. Not the most trustworthy. No, not off to a great start. Because authors never lie. Never. True. But on the other hand, you know, when someone... (laughs) With the missing thumb? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When, I mean, if someone looks for something hard enough, they are to come across it. I mean, who's... I mean, if, if, say, Bigfoot is real, who's more... Go, go, you know, able to find a Bigfoot, you know, your McDonald's restaurant worker or the person actually looking for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that one. In the clip uploaded uh, on his at Bigfoot anonymous TikTok page, Connor Flynn holds oh, up the bone. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look for the video. <laughs> Connor Flynn holds up the bone to the camera and shows it much larger than his own digits. You better fucking quiet that. I'm sorry. What was, his, what was his username? At Bigfoot anonymous. Connor, the offer, offer. Hmm. Wow. The author of Bigfoot Big Brother explains, all right, this is a fossil I found in a local creek here in Mariana, Florida. It's definitely a hominid thumb bone. It belongs to something that would have been much larger than what I am. And for what I know, there was no hominid species other than Homo sapiens in Florida at any time. They just didn't evolve here. Hmm. So here's the bone. There's the bone. Okay, I have a question. How can anybody have the confidence to say publicly that they know for certain something is something? Because I swear to God, if someone asks me a question, I'm like, maybe this, but I don't know because I'm kind of stupid. Maybe I, maybe don't, don't listen to me because I'm I'm not totally sure. And this guy's like, yeah, that is a fucking thumb bone if I've ever fucking seen it. I mean, I'm like, there are people out. Know? I mean, archaeologists, paleontologists. I mean, they can. But is he any of those? Well, no. No, he <laughs> could study it on his downtime. For all I'm aware, I don't know. He can study anything on the internet. Doesn't mean you actually know what the fuck you're talking about. No, but I'm sure he could be able to, you know, by looking at, depict, and analyze if this. I I don't, but I'm sure someone out there can look at that and really tell if it is a bone. I have trust problems. Or not? I I see that now <laughs> clearly. <laughs> I believe anybody but then when i do i'm just stupid and gullible and then i get made fun of and you look at me and and then you marry it (laughs) no he's the one always lying to me and i do i believe him and then he's like just kidding and i'm like oh man i'm dumb (laughs) (laughs) so if anyone this is quote so if anyone is ever wondering why they never found any remains of bigfoot (laughs) well they did they just swept it under the rug or they're they're like hoarding it i hate this guy (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to follow him on tiktok josh i found him connor narrating the video with a colleague also explains that the bone is surprisingly heavy as well as large he says we're pretty big guys six foot two six foot three jesus (laughs) fuck get on my level bitch and this is about twice as big as our thumb bone does look like a bone it does i mean it looks like a bone and i mean it could like i said people can people can tell that's what I got. That's my argument. Guy, coming from the guy who when we watch like a documentary or something and they're talking about anything scientific or like Also looking at the TikTok video, that also looks like it could easily just be a like a rock dog chew toy thing. True. Yeah, it could easily like a be a dog that bone. Too. But you're like, how do they know that? How could they know that? And I'm like, I don't know, Matt, science and stuff. You're like, but how? Science how? and stuff. 
S and S. She'll be like, "How do they know it's four thousand years old? I just don't understand." And I'm like, "I don't know. They have methods." Well, I know that now. You're like, "What is the method?" I'm like, "Carbon carbon dating, baby." No, I know Perry that's Reese. A thing, I know now. But <laughs> you're making fun of me when you're literally like, "Well, how do they know that? What kind of cloud that is?" There's no, <laughs> there's no way yeah. you're telling me you can tell what kind of cloud that is, Cassandra. What do you mean we breathe oxygen? Prove it. I don't see oxygen. Exactly. That's you. So don't come for me. Um, it's heavy too, very heavy. It's very old. Some of Connor's followers suggested suggested he get the fossil looked at by a professional, but others were more skeptical. Ew, what is that fucking picture? Anyway, uh, that's a toe bone, most likely a bear, commented one cynic. Daily Star contacted a paleontolo- paleontological society, and they told us Bigfoot, also known as Sasquatch, is rumored to lurk in the wide expanses of forest in North America, with alleged sightings going back decades. Well, he's in Florida. I know that. Florida's skunk ape. I don't hear much about Bigfoot or Sasquatch in Florida. I hear the skunk ape. The, the, what are you saying? The skunk ape. Okay, I heard skunk, like, gape. And whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I was just so confused by what you were saying. Welcome to Bestiality R Us. Or like what skunk is going scape, on? And I'm just like, skunkscape. A land of about? just skunks. Exactly. Okay. That smells pretty good. Sense. You just had to slow it down for me. You know, it's funny. Shout out to another a podcast I've listened to before, Bigfoot uh, Collectors Club. They have a game where you, it's believe it or bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, they'll, they'll be like, one, two, three, or ready, set, ghost. And then <laughs> they're like, Loch Ness, Loch Ness Monster, the moon landing. Oh, you just and you say go, what you think. Mm-hmm. But when they get the skunk ape, if the person goes, what is that? Or anything besides, believe it or not, they play a separate game where the <laughs> the guy, the main guy that's really like a Bigfoot believer, if you will, he is also a host on Expedition Bigfoot. He has a minute, I think, or maybe 30 seconds, a minute to sell you Skunk Ape. He has, he's like, if you get online, you can see these pictures. And this is the account. This is what happened. And I'm it's funny. he believes in it. Yeah. Based yeah. on what you're saying. And it's funny when I say Skunk Ape, you're like, what? Well, now, if I ever go on that game... I'll know, and I won't make that mistake. Yeah, it's basically like this ape-like looking creature that was photographed in Florida, which Florida doesn't have any wild roaming like apes or orangutans or whatever it was, but it looked like orange in color. I mean, it clearly looked like an ape. So that's I mean, why, why people call it a skunk. I, why a skunk ape? I because it smelled awful. Oh, like did people it? talk yeah, about all, like anytime yeah. there's sightings, it like has like a very pungent smell. Oh. Yeah, and Gross. I guess that's, instead of smelly ape, they went with skunk ape. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I will say the picture is pretty fucking, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good picture. I would actually shit myself and I'd be the smelly thing. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) Can we trade names? Yeah. Like here's an even clearer picture. Like, yeah, it's, it's creepy. It's very creepy. So creepy. Mm. Okay. I'm glad I asked, but I'm also really sad that I asked. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, maybe this guy found the Holy Grail of Bigfoot. No evidence. I'm, I'm, I'm going to doubt it because no one's ever found anything of them before, but uh, maybe he's the first. Maybe it really is a thumb bone to Sasquatch. Maybe it's Gigantopithecus. Maybe it's a bear, a toe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, anything, toe bone. So, sure. I don't know. I don't know to make of it. But yeah, if anyone wants to go look at that, you know, you can hit up at uh, Bigfoot Anonymous on TikTok or go to dailystar.co.uk and find the, uh, the news there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the next piece I have here, I got one part of the article on popculture.com, and the other one is again from Daily Star, which apparently is just my main news source now. But it talks about a possible werewolf. What? Yeah. So 
on uh, Daily Star here, it, this article was back in November, but there was a little update to it in a way, uh, on pop culture that was just, you know, past week. But it talks about mystery uh, of a werewolf with a German shepherd head spotted in the same cemetery years apart. And it talks about this cemetery in uh, Camberwell, I believe. Yeah, the werewolf of Camberwell is what it's known as. But there's been a couple incidences, um, most notably from 96 and 2004, and now recent, you know, like past year or so, of some big, large, dog-like, snarling, growling creature that these people have apparently seen. Now, as the story goes, and I'm going to read the one from Daily Star, it says, A beast described as half-man, half-dog has been reported at the same South London graveyard eight years apart. British cryptid researcher Andy McGrath admits the witness's accounts sounds like something for fantasists and horror fans, but should not be dismissed as such. The werewolf of Camberwell has fascinated the 44-year-old Londoner whose digging has found chilling tales of encounters with the creature from 96 and 2004. He said on October 9th, 1996, a man en route to see a friend had decided to take a shortcut through Camberwell Old Cemetery to save time, when something prodigiously strong grabbed him by the arm and smashed him into the ground. He saw a large creature with dark fur and a head like a German shepherd looking at him intently, slobbering and growling and sniffing his body up and down just as a dog would. And then they have this really great, incredible stock uh, werewolf photo that would really sell me. <laughs> If That's I, totally a German Shepherd head. Yeah, if I went to Spirit, one. maybe maybe I'd see yes. that costume. That looks there. like it's been pulled from Spirit's exactly. website. It really <laughs> it does. does. Where it's not even called Werewolf, it's like Wolf of Wear. Like that's what they call it because they don't no, call it. No, no, it's called wolf wear. You wear it. It's called wolf wear. <laughs> wearable wolf. I'm so funny. Wearable wolf. <laughs> wearable wolf. Uh, oh hi. You all right there? Uh, yeah. You okay, buddy? I'm just agreeing with you. He was mm -hmm. snoring. He fell asleep. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> just as quickly as the attack started, it was over, and the beast sprinted off on its hind legs. Curiously, the witness believed that he was spared because he suffers from a disease that dogs can smell and thinks that probably that, that was probably because of it, um, which does happen. I've heard of that plenty of times, you know. if a, I mean, not even necessarily human, but... A, yeah, wild, like a wolf, you know, attacking right? another uh, wild animal like a deer. You know, if that deer has some sort of disease that can, um, you know, the contaminate the flesh and whatnot, so the wolf's not going to eat it. The wolf's not even going to kill you know, it. The wolf's going to be, be like, nope. This might be too controversial, and this might be too, like, I'm thinking in the headspace of the people who created the Hunger Games, like, in that fictional world, the people who did that. Mm -hmm. What if we could, like, genetically modify criminals or, like, rapists or pedophiles or racist people with, like, something that made them just, like, extra yummy to, like, a bear or a wolf or something, and then just, like, let them roam free and try, like, just go on, go on. Good luck, but go on. <laughs> Whoa. Right? I didn't understand. Right? I didn't know you were going this like a, route at all. Is that like a thing? Is that like a movie or something? Because it could be and it should be. But we should try that. So just genetically alter them and then throw them into the wild and see how long they can but live? But kind of like Hunger Games style. Like we can make a fun show or a movie out of it. Like, you know, this person did this horrible. All right, the script. Do it, man. Do it. <laughs> TDC will cover no, it. No, I mean like. I mean, like a like a real like live show, like the Hunger Games and oh, the Hunger like, Games. Oh, real live show like Wipeout. Well, then you should yeah. have said that. You said movie. Well, no, I'm like currently Both. saying like my idea is this idea a thing already? But I'm saying if this was reality, we could put them out in the woods. We wouldn't even have to spend money on like the actual set or anything. Other than yeah, but you'd have to spend money something. on genetically altering them. Yeah, I know, but I mean that's easy enough to do, right? We well, genetically see, the easiest... modify corn. 
we could just well, do it yeah. to people. I mean, the easiest thing would probably just... We're kind of like corn. We yeah, grow. I mean, the COVID vaccine already rewrites your DNA. I so. already have 5G. Look at me. Yeah. My phone signals through the roof. That's true. Everyone that's listening to this on Spotify, I'm controlling it. What do you yes. think about that, bitch? Yeah, by the <laughs> listens way, and listens. we got our first shots, Matt and I did, and we're feeling fine, we're feeling great, and we're super Pfizer. excited. Yeah, we're so excited to go get our second shot, so if you can't, get vaccinated, people. I'm it's still important. trying to get mine. Yeah. Hey, as I long mean, as you're trying, you'll get it in due time, if you really, you're doing your part. Yeah, if you really are trying, I know a guy whose mom's a nurse we, who we does administer hookup. them, mm-hmm. and I've gotten Taylor to go, I can get you to go. Seriously, we got the hookup, man. Because yeah. okay. a lot of people don't show up daily yeah. and then they have like a lot of extras yeah. and they're trying to get rid of it so it's exactly what it is we're just the scum using up the leftovers that no one wanted yeah ain't that but great look at us go <laughs> yeah so uh andy explained that on a summer's night years later the unidentified beast terrified two pedestrians walking parallel to the cemetery on underhill road one of the witnesses said we heard a low growl then a large tree in the corner, <laughs> just like that. Then a large tree in the corner of the cemetery was shaking incredibly hard, as if something really powerful was shaking it with all its might. See, look, we don't like even that? use samples. We just make our own sound effects on this show. <laughs> yeah, get on our level. Yeah. It was definitely not made by a person or an animal. I well, am not the person. Well, hold up. <laughs> well, hold up. Josh made a very convincing sample just now, and he's a person. And I would say that a werewolf or a dog man, if you will, is an it's animal. kind of a person, too, though. Kind of a person, kind of an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost so, like it's he's not a half man, half wolf. Whoa! What do you call something like that? Mm. <gasps> a man wolf. <laughs> <laughs> the tree looked as if the roots were ready to be ripped out. Speaking of that, I just want to side note here. We had a tree that we planted back there. In the oh, yard, and it never bloomed ever. It was just like dead. And we she's like, you need to rip that to out. nothing about plants, people. Okay. Yeah, we buried like, this tree. Just we're like, you know, they had like a sale in our neighborhood. Like they do like this thing where you can buy trees real cheap. It's like $9. I'm like, fuck it. We're going to buy a tree and plant this. I'm going to be a fucking botanist. We are awesome homeowners. Yeah. But we planted it like a year and a half ago and it never did anything. And continue. I was just say. <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm like. I wonder if I can rip this out of the ground. I'm like. It can't be much. And I literally just pull like as absolutely nothing. And there was no roots on this. No. And only like this All much of it was under gone. the ground. It looked like that's a, probably why it didn't grow. It looked like a stick had like broken off a tree and just like <laughs> shoot, went into the yard. That's all it was. It was so sad. I was like, I don't know, babe. You might need the shovel because we, you know, we buried it kind of far down, and he just <laughs> just right out of the ground. <laughs> All right, so my friend and I took to our heels and ran as fast as we could in different directions. We could not rationalize the sheer terror we both felt. We knew we had to get as far away from the cemetery right. as we possibly could. I would like the story better if it said took to our heelies. <laughs> and they just like... <laughs> like light up schedules. We gotta get out of here. Go. Yeah. yeah, why'd you run opposite ways? That's like true. he's literally trying to like make American Werewolf in London happen because that's what happens. <laughs> They split yeah. off and you know, he runs away from each other. He said a werewolf in London. That's the first place my mind went anyway. You never seen well, a werewolf in London. I never yeah, did. I, well, no, I said this takes place in London, he, in Camberwell. Oh. But I, well, fuck, I missed that part. So yeah, it is American werewolf in London. Was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, this is kind of like... Well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about American. Seen, but it's like well, it's just werewolf in London then. Yeah, yeah it's a little worse though. Um, but yeah, and so I want to get your guys' takes. Do you think now, something like... Maybe not like the legend of a werewolf, like a man turning into a beast, but something of the stature of like a werewolf and its animalistic nature. Do you think that could be something that would exist? Could possibly exist? exist. Yeah, clinical lycanthropy. It's the legit thing. Yes, yes. Well, no, no, I mean like 
the actual wolf. Like tur- like like on a cyclical thing where you turn into something that you can't control, like that kind of deal. Because I mean, there are people that like believe that they're turning into wolves that just go right f- full. And are you talking crazy. more like werewolf or like animagus? Uh, no, I'm talking more like well, because animagus can like control and they become like the full i'm just talking harry potter reference here. i know you are that's where i'm coming from by the way i've done it before on this <laughs> podcast or tdc i don't remember yeah, so like those two like we have Sirius, and then we have professor lupin like no which one are we talking? i'm saying could you think of something because this these stories obviously never pose the idea or propose the idea of a man turning into a wolf i'm saying could you believe that there was ever a bipedal like a hybrid just a bipedal wolf basically mm-hmm. that could use its own imagine us mm-hmm. but as a wolf they mm-hmm. could use their hands and legs or whatever they do but no. they have the animalistic nature I of know. a wolf all i can think of is the fucking vine on all levels except physical i am a wolf <laughs> <laughs> no no because i think i even recently and again i think i got this off tiktok so i can't even say it's credible but i want to say like a lot of problems that we have as humans stems from the fact that we're bipedal and the fact that like a lot of our internal systems are more optimized for being four-legged we're bipedal because the fucking aliens fuck the monkey god damn it like our like there's a lot that in our nature would be easier if not saying like we're supposed to be on all fours everyone we could all be like horse girl (laughs) yes yeah but i'm saying is like it seems more optimal so i find it hard to believe like a wild animal would be on two legs like naturally like i i got you i feel like it would be optimal for a wolf to just stay on four legs based off of what i've like seen or heard so it wouldn't make much sense in my opinion good answer it could be like a bear like where they do stand on back legs but they don't just walk around on two legs all the fucking time no they just do that when they're threatened or if they need to get fruit or something out of a tree exactly so i find it hard to believe like a wolf would just be walking around on his back feet just because he fucking wants to yeah that's a very good answer. I appreciate it. Thank you for the input. TikTok has taught me a lot. Hey, people find all sorts of in- information everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look down on that. Therefore, at all. I'm an expert. <laughs> yeah, I know everything sure. now. I'm smarter than you. Uh, no, I, I, if man, if werewolves were real, whether they were just a bipedal wolf or a man that turned into a wolf, that would be but fucking I want, cool. Yeah, I want to believe they're real because they're like the natural enemy of vampires. And God, with everything in my being, do I want to be a vampire? Edward, come bite me, please. She's like, I want to be a vampire, and anything else in that realm, that world, whatever you want to call it, uh, has to be true in order for that to be true. Yes. And so be I it. am like the biggest basic bitch for vampires. Like anything with a vampire, I want it. I want to read it. I want to watch it. I want to be it. I want to live forever. I want to be fast. I want to be pale. I want to be immortal. Glistening I, I skin. I don't want to live yes. forever. This oh, place I sucks. do. Oh, I do. <laughs> no, oh. I do because then I could learn boundless. I can go anywhere. I could watch things evolve. Granted, it probably would have been cooler to be like a vampire made like a hundred years ago and then watch that evolve than it would like be Like maybe Count of St. Germain. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. But like for real, just to live forever, dope. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. All right. So that's my werewolf story. Uh, yeah. Uh, spooky. Sure. So now the see. Yeah, I got four tabs here. I got two from thedrive.com, and I have two from uh, Mystery Wire, and they all talk about sort of the same stuff. It's all about UFOs. Yes. I have a quest. You like have a, you, a request? Uh, yeah, if you're going to like tell us a story or something that could be spooky, can you say it with a flashlight underneath your face? 
<laughs> Turn the light off. Turn the lights off and a flashlight. All right. I would. I. Spooky it wouldn't time. add anything to the podcast, but I would enjoy. it. I just love the fact that you raised your hand like we we're in fucking class. Well, I didn't know if his Being tangent respectful. was going to go, and I wanted it to be paused so that way he. Yeah. Could Josh, you could learn something. Ah, fuck no, that. I'm saying, just if this was him. this, I didn't want this to necessarily be like in the podcast. But if you wanted to cut it out, he can pause and then cut it out. It's Dan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so you that- just gotta learn how to interrupt him. Yeah. Yeah, I so, do that a lot though, and I get yelled at. So a lot of this is <laughs> Well, it's okay. Nobody cares about him. I care about him. Thanks. You're welcome. You're a meanie, but Josh. Yeah, Josh. Look, he doesn't know what to do that I'm taking your side this time. He's so uncomfortable. Ha! Ha! <laughs> He's like, I mean, I'll still give him shit. I don't give a fuck. I'll make fun of you too. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I I probably deserve it a lot. Bliss kid, more like shit's kid. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> Suck on my nose. How's House Witch Earth doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's not his fault. Uh, Brandon. Uh, left. Oh god, the look on your face. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sensitive subject, Josh. He's gonna cry later. Thank you. I'm gonna have to comfort him in the late hours of the night. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be. Make, I'll I'm be actually making myself cry. Time. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> You want to be a little spoon tonight? You like being a little spoon. Oh, are you going to be the Yuri Gallagher bin me? Oh my God, are you? Cassandra's going to be your jetpack. He does like when I'm big spoon. <laughs> okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. Okay. He's going to start crying really hard, Josh, but you did. Okay, I got to open my eyes really wide for this. Okay. So, this next one comes from thedrive.com. <laughs> <laughs> and so does the next one and then oh. mystery wire and then mystery wire and it's all about ufos spooky objects floating around in the sky that uh, nobody has an answer no to idea. now some of these are kind of long i'm going to kind of skip around uh because oh, like, let me get my pillow yeah you might as well get a pillow okay, sleeping bag whatever blanket. blanket you need uh call your parents you're not gonna be home tonight yeah get the squishmallow those are optimal there you go <laughs> got that so comfortable. all right look at that all right so in july of 2019 it's been a little bit, a truly bizarre series of events unfolded around California's Channel Islands. Over a number of days, groups of unidentified aircraft, which the U.S. Navy simply refers to as drones or UAVs, which is unidentified aerial vehicles, for anyone wondering, pursued that service's vessels, prompting a high-level investigation. I'm surprised he didn't realize that was what was going to happen. (laughs) During the evening encounters, as many as six aircraft were reported swarming around the ship's at once, the drones were described as flying for prolonged periods in low visibility conditions and performing brazen maneuvers over the Navy warships near a sensitive military training range less than 100 miles off of Los Angeles. And we had just covered the Battle of Los Angeles. <gasps> and we had talked about in that the story about David Raver, who was working off of the, the, the uh, uh, U.S. Navy for, or Air Force, excuse me, and uh, off the coast of California. A lot of weird fucking stuff happens. All the in- synchronicities. Man, we were doing so well. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna California. I'm gonna really go into the homeless. I'm gonna put up a board. You know, one of those number of days without without incidents. No, just without incidents. And as soon as someone says synchronous, I'm gonna fucking reset it back to zero. That documentary fucked me up for life. Did you watch Hellier? Yeah. Yeah. She she watched it with me. Shut the fuck up about the goddamn synchronicities. It's good shit. Stop. Oh my god. I loved it though. Sure, you could have fooled me. Okay, so the ensuing investigation included elements of the Navy, Coast Guard, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or FBI, if anyone's dumb. 
the incidents received major attention, including from the Chief of Naval Operations, which is the apex of the Navy's chain of command. The following is our own investigation into these events, during which we discovered these events were far more extensive in scale than previously understood, just like me when I looked through this. So again, I'm not going to go through every single bit of this because it's very long. If anyone themselves wants to look into it, just go to thedrive.com. Uh, it's also like the war zone. It's uh, multiple destroyers were swarmed by mysterious drones off California over numerous nights. So it starts out, uh, a documentary filmmaker, Dave Beatty, uncovered initial details about the events centering on the Arleigh Burke-class destroyer USS Kidd. So, <clears throat> new documents significantly expand the public's knowledge of the scope and severity, severity of that incident and reveal others that occurred around the same time. These details come largely from our Freedom of Information Act, or FOIA, request which resulted in the disclosure of deck logs from the ships involved. Additionally, our investigation utilized hundreds of gigabytes of automatic identification system ship location data to forensically reconstruct the position of both military and civilian ships in the area during this strange series of events. So, the USS Kidd's position, as a starting point, they were able to identify several of the other ships in close proximity, like the uh, U.S. Navy destroyers, USS Rafael Peralta, USS Russell, USS John Finn, and the USS Paul Hamilton. Great names for ships, by the way. You know, I just call my car like Jason. You know, I don't have to go with like Rafael Peralta. Guys or girls? Mm, I see both. I see boats as girls. Because mine's a boy, and you gave me a lot of shit about it. So where's the same energy? I'm sorry, I don't see a tiny whitish pink. Not pink. Whitish spark as like a boy. I see more as a... His color is Toasted Marshmallow. His name is Lil Toasty. That's a boy name, if I've ever heard it. What about Target Elvis? You think that's a boy or a girl name? That's alien, so that's like... That's an alien name? You're not wrong. (laughs) So, July 14th, 2019, the first night. It appears the incidents began with the initial UAV sighting by the USS Kidd around 10 p.m. on the night of July 14th, 2019. Deck logs like the one below provide information about the course and speed of the ship, and... Clearly, just like I said, there's a course lock here that says, you know, assumed the watch, uh, something as before, always snoop team for UAVs. Uh, they have the times here and whatnot. Yeah, it's cool that they documented this. As previously reported, two drones, typically described as UAVs or unmanned aerial vehicles. Sorry, I thought it was unidentified, but it's unmanned aerial vehicles. Uh, they were documented throughout the logs and they were spotted by the USS Kid. The ship nautical or otherwise photographic interpretation and exploitation team or Snoopy. God damn, they need to work when on that. When you said ship nautical, I thought of like hypnotical and now I have hypnotical, funky, fresh. That song stuck in my head. Ship nautical? I should probably That's stop. That's totally a term I'm using from now on. Man, that so <laughs> ship nautical. When, when are you ever going to use that? <laughs> if I'm on a boat. Motherfucker, don't you ever forget. <laughs> All right, so it refers to an onboard photographic intelligence team tasked with documenting unknown contacts, events of interest, and other objects of interest on short order. Moments after the sighting on July 14th, the USS Kidd entered into a condition of restricted communication designed to enhance operational security and enhance survivability. This is noted throughout many of the logs as River City 1. During the events, the ships often engaged emissions control, or MCON, protocols to design to minimize their electronic emissions profile. Just like lay low. Try to. It almost sounds like they just want to be undetected, I guess. Less than 10 minutes after the sighting, the USS Kidd advised the USS Rafael Peralta of the situation. 
The USS Rafael Peralta logs showed that at around 10 p.m. it activated its own Snoopy team. They also showed that reports of it. I know the reports so of a dish. That's the best they got. I like I just imagine like fucking so like. I was a part of that team. I just imagine I like Snoopy like when he was like in yeah, the red bear and exactly. yeah, fucking just flying through That's in exactly his fucking little I'm doghouse. <laughs> well, they report the USS Rafael Peralta. Their team reports uh, additional sightings were also coming from the USS John Finn. So it seems like every one of these Navy destroyers were seeing these unidentified, or excuse me, unmanned aerial vehicles that were flying around. Um, for its part, the logs of the USS John Finn simply reported possible UAV activity and deactivation of the ship's AIS transponder system. In fact, the selective deactivation of AIS was a challenge for us in reconstructing ship positions as we sometimes had to rely on cross-comparison of deck logs to locate the position of the ships. Obviously, that's the drive talking. Um... By this point, the encounter has lasted over 90 minutes, which Damn. which people will mention that that's significantly longer than what a like commercially available drone can last 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. It had to be like a military drone. And I think there's an island nearby um, that does like military operations or experiments something like that. And apparently they claim to have not been operational at all during this time. As if it's not us. So 90 minutes, are there any pictures, any videos? Well. Pixar didn't happen. You know what? Since you just brought that up, I'll go over here. Because on Mystery Wire, uh, I have pictures of some um, F-18 like fighter pilots that they were able to capture some of these unidentified objects. Not for the uh, the California like Navy destroyers and whatnot. I have these pictures that I can show you, and I also have a video. Let's see, Mystery Wire podcast: a pyramid-shaped UFO swarm above a Navy destroyer. I, I'm not sure just yet if it's the same Navy destroyer or not. It's off the Southern California coast. It's night vision, but it's about 17 seconds long, and it shows a somewhat it flashing, somewhat almost transparent triangular, like almost like an equilateral, just triangle. Like a Dorito. Like just drifting throughout the sky. Um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and play that for you guys now so you can see what I'm talking about. What about our listeners? I'll post it, but they're going to have to go to mysterywire.com and look for um, the pyramid UFO swarm of her Navy destroyer. Great to know. Great to know indeed. It's captured oh, that. okay. It looks and- like the thing floating around in a magic eight ball. Yeah. It literally does look like that. The thing, <laughs> it does. It's like a perfect triangle almost. Almost looks yeah. like a, a guitar pick. Yeah. But that's, um, I'm assuming, yeah, that is one of the UFOs that were caught on film, thankfully, from one of those Navy destroyers at this time that I was just previously talking about. So back to that story. Uh, the two groups of destroyers and the ORV Alguita, Alguita, uh, form a roughly triangular shape with each side approximately 50 nautical miles long. So they covered a large, I would say, area of the ocean while this event was happening. Um, just over a 1,000 square nautical miles is what they were covering, and they were able to see these objects from. Uh, let's just see here. Night 2, July 15th. That happens all over again. Uh, due to the new FOIA disclosures, we now know that another major series of incursions occurred on the following night. This time, the USS Rafael Peralta was the first to spot the objects and to deploy its Snoopy teams at 8.39 p.m. And there's more logs of this, as you, as anyone that wants to check this out can uh, can see. By 9 p.m., the USS Kid had also spotted the drones and again deployed its Snoopy team. The drones, uh, drones 
seem to have pursued the ships even as they continued to maneuver throughout the incident. So now it seems like these things started to follow them. By 920, uh, the USS Kidd logs simply remark multiple UAVs around ship with the word above crossed out. 17 minutes later, the command is issued to man mark 87 stations. Um, the meaning of this is not exactly clear, but it could be referring to the Mark 87 electro-optical director that is a component of the massive infrared and optical turret known as the MK-20 electro-optical sighting system. So almost like they're just manning their guns getting ready if something's going to happen because of this. Meanwhile, the USS Rafael Peralta received a radio call from a passing cruise ship, the Carnival Imagination, notifying them that the drones are not theirs and that they also see as many as five or six drones maneuvering nearby. The incident continued into the night, with the USS Rafael Peralta first recording two UAVs and then four UAVs near the ship. Approaching midnight, the USS Russell reports a final sighting. Despite the nearly two-hour duration of the event on the second night, none of the warships involved appeared to have been able to identify the drones. Oh, man. I don't know. This is fucking nuts. The Navy's top officer says that the drones that swarmed the destroyers remain unidentified. Now, this all happened back in July of 2019, and so this from the drive was reported a few weeks ago when the FOIA request went through. But then we found literally... Four days ago of this recording, talking to the Navy's top officer, he still says, we have absolutely no ideas, almost two years now, of what those things were. We can't identify them. Granted, if they were, we've said it before, Josh, if they were some ridiculous military experiments, they're not going to tell us what it is yeah. either. Um, but it's clearly a we know. and like, We know, like but it, we don't know. Right. Yeah, there's no in between like, oh, it's probably this. or but No, it's just... Either we wholeheartedly do know what it is, or we don't. Um, and yeah, the, the Chief of Naval Operations, Admiral Michael Gilday, I believe is his name. Yeah, the U.S. Navy's top officer was asked about a series of bizarre incidents that took place in 2019, like I said. And uh, he says, quote, No, we have not. I'm aware of those sightings, and as it's been reported, there have been other sightings by aviators in the air and by other ships, not only of the United States, but other nations, and of course, other elements within the U.S. Joint Force. Those findings have been collected, and they still are being analyzed, Gilday added. I don't have anything new to report on what those findings have revealed thus far. But I will tell you, we do have a well-established process in place across the joint force to collect the data and to get it to a separate repository for analysis. At the time of this writing on the drive as well, it is unclear if Admiral Gilday was referring to the Department of Defense's uh, Navy-led Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, or the UAPTF, created last August, or perhaps some other training range or de designated airspace or something else of, of the sort. A preliminary response to our Freedom of Information Act uh, in inquiries indicate that the Office of Naval Intelligence, or the ONI, possesses documents about the incident and that they are intermingled with records from several other agencies. And this would make sense as the UAPTF was established within ONI, according to the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Uh, yeah, so apparently a lot of different agencies know about this incident and it seems like a lot of them are investigating it and what it could be um i don't know it's really weird now another piece i wanted to bring up is the f-18 pilots that have taken photographs of certain objects 
Yeah, this was on March 4th of 2019. Uh, an F-18 weapon system officer, or uh, WSO, seated behind the pilot, used his iPhone while flying his jet. Used his iPhone to capture images and of... It's mostly automated. Of three different objects he encountered in the same airspace. At 3.02 p.m., he photographed an odd-shaped object. Another photo taken close to the same time was first posted on Twitter on May 11th, 2020, then again on social media six months later. Other photos taken on the same day, March 4th of 2019, had never been made public until now. The object the Navy calls the sphere was photographed at 2.44 p.m. Uh, so yeah, here's, I guess, the sphere. I mean, it just looks like this gelatinous blob that's yeah. floating through the sky. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. The second one to be photographed was dubbed the acorn. A similar but different photograph of the same object was published online in December of 2020. And that's that thing. It looks like a fucking shield almost. It looks it's, like an arrowhead. Like a yeah. It do- yeah, arrowhead. Yeah, it does. Or like a shark tooth. And then... 12 minutes later, the WSO spotted a third object described as the metallic blimp, and it appears to have various appendages. Now, that's a really oh. weird photo, and it's weird because it's like a Tic Tac. It's like the whole Tic Tac Nimitz yeah. encounter fucking thing that happened with David Fravor. Back here, it looks like a bumblebee. <laughs> what? It looks like it has stripes and wings. Why don't you just keep shopping on Home Depot? Okay. <laughs> Mystery Wire first learned of the photos exactly two years ago during a private briefing hosted by Robert Bigelow and several others in Las Vegas, but of course they weren't able to get it until recently. Um, but good lord. So, I don't know. We have F-18 pilots taking pictures of these unidentified aircraft. We have another incident, just like the uh, the whole Tic Tac Nimitz one, of these naval destroyers encountering multiple objects. Uh, if you go to mysterywire.com, you can apparently see one of the objects that was caught in, in night vision. It just looks like a guitar pick, or just a triangle that's f- drifting through the sky. Maybe that's and it's what flashing. happens to all the guitar picks that guitarists drop and just disappear. They just go flying through the sky. No, I find Maybe. them all over the floor later, <laughs> under the couch, in the bed, in the laundry. Yeah, yeah the guitar gnomes, they pick them up and they yeah. move them around. Because I can't tell you how many. Oh yeah, them. pick gnomes. Exactly. I forgot pick about gnomes. them. Yeah, I know they. The pick hits the floor. You watch it hit the floor, and it just fucking disappears. <laughs> it's gone. It's nowhere in the house. Why can't dirt do that, or like cat hair and shit? Yeah, anything that you don't want. Matt. What? Mm. Like the floor is lava, but it's just a black hole. Yeah, we need <laughs> we yeah, need uh, Matt sure. gnomes. Uh, so yeah, this uh, that uh, pyramid shaped object was apparently hovering about seven hundred feet above the Navy destroyer. So not that tall. I mean, if you're at Kings Island and you're looking like at Windseeker, yeah, granted it looks tall, but you can easily make out all the features mm-hmm. of Windseeker, and it's like three hundred feet tall. Yeah. So imagine another Windseeker and just a little bit more, and that's Fuck just, that. uh, yeah. I mean, it's high up there, but it's nothing like eighteen thousand feet, like yeah. some of these things have been uh, reported. Um, this video of the object was taken on deployment from the USS Russell. It shows, uh, what they described as vehicles and they made a great distinction. Uh, Corbell talks about Jeremy Corbell is the, the guy with the documentary who's talked to Bob Lazar and all these other ufologists and, uh, uh, alien encounter, you know, people of interest. They made sure in this classified briefing that they made a great distinction that it is not something that we own, either a black project. Uh, this is not something of a foreign military, that these were behaving in ways that we did not expect, and that they uh, were, you know, shaped non-aerodynamically, like pyramids. These are flying pyramids. Yeah, this video is one of several forms of visual evidence gathered by the UAP task force to document bizarre encounters reported by the U.S. Navy during the past two years, including photos of three stationary drones of unknown origin reported earlier this week. 
which are the three photographs that I had just recently showed you. So yeah, we just have a bunch of UFO evidence, and I'm not sure exactly who was really able to get into it and get it out there. Maybe it was part of the UAPTF, I'm not sure, but we still are waiting on that debrief from uh, that that last COVID bill that was passed. Well, not the oh, last yeah, yeah, COVID yeah. bill, but the one prior yeah. in December. The six-month period, The right? six-month period, which is coming up. I literally have it marked on my phone. It's okay. like July or June, like well, June 7th or 8th months, or something so. like that. Uh, well, you're right. It was from December. So, yeah, 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 you would be right. Now I'm curious. What did I put down for it? Mm -hmm. uh, June, hmm. June 26, UAP task force findings. That's what I have right here. The 24th, you said? 26. 26. Saturday. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure that's the day. I think it might have been just like when the bill was passed. I just made it that day, maybe, yeah. for a good six-month time. But, yeah, so in a couple months, people, we might hear even more about UFOs and uh, UAPs and UAVs and whatnot. Because, boy, oh, boy, if there's anything in this world that I find interesting and really want to know of, it's that. Yep. Sure, Bigfoot, thumb bones, werewolves, <laughs> cool. They're great. But UFOs, whether they're manned or not. Aliens. Spooky shit. It really, really is. So, yeah, that is your weekly, bi-weekly sort of digest of TFR News and what's going on in the world. We'll see you back with another TFR News in a couple weeks. Uh, the next episode of TFR coming up will be about the disappearance of Granger Taylor. Ah. If anyone knows what that is, which you watched the documentary with me, Spaceman. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like, 40, it's like 45 minutes long. So you're going to join like us for that episode? I was also on my phone a lot. Oh, just like you were? <laughs> yeah, I did I actually do remember almost all of it. It was it was pretty interesting. It's Kinda a very, very too. interesting disappearance, which I yeah. think might have a more mundane explanation than right. people want to realize. And I can understand, you no. Know, people respectably want to be so interesting and cool. Mm -hmm. and, Especially like yeah. the one guy who was like really close to him yeah. and whatnot. But yeah. it's a very interesting case. I can't wait to dive into it and uh, tell you guys all about it come next week. But as for now, it's been Matthew, Josh and Cassandra, they can say whatever they want to say, and I don't have to talk, really. Oh, God, thank God. Yeah. Okay, that's Josh's input. <laughs> How about you? Ben Groovy. Ben Groovy. Okay. That sounds like a name. Like, like <laughs> when someone's name is like Icy Wiener or something like that, it's like... What? What? We're people... I'm no, you, so confused. No, you said, you said like... My name is... Ben Wiener? Groovy or whatever like that. It's ben Groovy. Yeah, it's Ben Groovy. Like, I feel like that could be someone's name, like Ben Groovy. Oh, oh. yeah. Like that's... Fucking uh, like that, like Benjamin. Yeah. Benjamin, I know, but we call him Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin, because he mm -hmm. plays bass and yeah. he's he's great at it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Hi right. Ben. All right. Great <laughs> way to end this episode on a very spooky shitty note. Wait, what would be a spooky shitty note? Would it be this? Would that be a spooky <laughs> shitty note? <laughs> what was that? A spooky shitty note. The name the face Do you made. <laughs> <laughs> She's never been more turned on in her life. <laughs> Have I ever and been Josh. turned on in my life? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm fucking into this now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>